Halftime. Brought to you by Heart Cigars and Pipes Lounge. Just off 680 and 48th Street next to Cubby's, it's Heart Cigars and Pipes Lounge. All right, we opened up a, quite a discussion here. Uh, Bishop Newman people or listeners, Yeah, it's okay, all right? To me, it's always been Wahoo Newman. Yeah. They're very ardent here that it ch- it changed. You know, you cannot refer to it as Wahoo Newman. They mm-hmm. want to be known as Bishop Newman. Okay, so are you not proud of your town? But again, when I first started covering sports, they were always Wahoo Newman, yeah. and I wasn't here when they made the transition to Bishop Newman. So I still always will refer to him as Wahoo Newman. But they, we have two emailers back to back in the Equibank inbox. Hmm. We prefer to be called Bishop Newman. Well, that sounded nice, though. They say yeah. they prefer. That's fine. They weren't forceful yeah. about it. That's okay. I understand that. I I don't recall exactly when the transition was. And not covering them, like, you know, on a daily basis, it's easy for me to just refer to them as I knew them as Wahoo Newman. Now, I got corrected, and Jim, Texas, at 951-1620. So I said Hardington Cedar Catholic and Elkhorn Valley play each other. Harding Cedar Catholics have been a really good athletic yeah. high school, boys mm-hmm. and girls. Do you know they do no longer go by Hardington? Is it just Cedar Catholic? It's just Cedar Catholic. Yeah, I did know that. Now, West Point Catholic, Jim said, is just Guardian Angel yes. Central Catholic. You know who the person that gets most triggered about this? Stu. Why, when they change it, like that? Well, because Stu in the newspaper writes out Omaha Westside. Oh. Hardington Cedar Catholic. And people get upset. So it's angry emails. Yeah. I had no clue uh, one year when I was in Columbus coaching baseball when we had Guardian Angel on our uh, schedule. I had no clue who that was. I said, who are we playing? They're like, oh, that's uh, that's West Point Central Catholic. Oh, they're what now? Yeah, so. I'm just amazed by the stuff that triggers people. Well, the the name of your high school is pretty important. Yeah. And especially maybe you're in a town that you don't want to be associated with the public high school if you're. Oh, okay, so here's one, and maybe neither one of you know this. I always refer to it as Fremont Bergen. Yeah. Do they want to just be called Bergen, or do they still want to be called Fremont Bergen, separating from Fremont High? That's a good question, because I have, I have three friends that are Bergen alum. I will reach out, because I want to know that too, because I always refer to them as Fremont Bergen as well. Maybe Fred could shed some light on it. But isn't... I thought they went a different with a different name too. Did they not? I thought they went to like. Hmm. I gotta look this up. I just went to high school. It was pretty simple. It was just Urbandale. <laughs> yeah. If, if when you were, we, the only thing we changed was the girls' team used to be the Jets. The Jets. And, and everybody is the Jayhawks now. Yeah, that's that's interesting. See. Uh, Mason Metz says, Archbishop Bergen. Thank love you. It. Archbishop Bergen. So they changed it to that. Yes. So I can't just call it Fremont Bergen. Yeah. Even if you refer to it Bergen, you're incorrect. Grant Frickenstein is from Fremont Bergen. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> it's Archbishop Bergen. All right. Amazing Metz says, UNO will always be UNO. So he's not going to call him Omaha. Okay. That's fine. I mean, that was a big Trev thing in the branding mm-hmm. is. We understand people have grown up. It's University of Nebraska Omaha, 
but we want to be just Omaha. That was the the push to yeah. You know, everyone's for Omaha or yes. we're Omaha's team. Right, Omaha's team. Big that, letters that on the, the media one. notes when I when they came to play. They're trying to they're trying to slap yeah. slap a little bit of the blue out in Creighton with that one. Uh last night, so Nebraska football is done with commitment week or winter conditioning. Now it's spring break. And they'll come back and spring football will be here. So I think it's either the winning teams of their commitment week or they rewarded players. I don't think, I don't think they took the whole team. Uh, they went to the Brazilian Steakhouse Rodizo in Lincoln, across the street from Pinnacle Bank Arena. Can you imagine that wouldn't be cheap for? And it wasn't like it was the tiny skill guys. There were some beef eaters <laughs> that were in the picture that I saw tweeted out by the football program. Can you imagine what the bill is? And also, can you imagine if you were, you know, covering those tables what the tip would be. Yeah. Because you 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 can't, if you're going to bring a football team into an all-you-can-eat beef place, and it's stellar, and, you know, been down the Capital District, uh, you can't leave like a chintzy t- tip. No, no. Because that would not be a good look if the, the server, like, took a picture yeah. of the tip that was left. And That's just, exactly what it was. Put it on social media. Right. Nebraska football is cheap. Well, and But you're... that had to be a... Mammoth bill. Think about how great that would have been to serve, too, because you probably got a group, especially now during commitment week, the commitment period, team commitments. You're on your very best behavior. You're stewards of the community. You are trying to take that Matt Rule tone and spread it throughout the capital city. So you're probably some of the best guests that they've had in that restaurant, and there's a lot of you, and you're damn right they're going to tip. So, big bill. Go all Greg Popovich and oh, leave a very it, generous tip. Yes. And you also know in this day and age, like you brought up Sharpie, if you do something pretty phenomenal when it comes to tipping or you do something that is extremely cheap, it'll find its way in the social media Do you think atmosphere. they expense that meal? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. School business. Absolutely. Team building. I think they say, Garrett McGuire, just yeah. put it on your credit card. <laughs> The and, rook. Then, and then reimburse. Yep. Yeah, it's the rookie. Uh, the rook the, gets the, it. The, the treatment. Yeah. The rook gets it. Hey, hey rook, d- rook, don't forget to give a handsome tip there, too. Thanks, Rook. So they've in- integrated themselves with the rest of the athletic programs on campus. And yesterday they had soccer. They had golf. Uh, they even went to the icebox and had a little hockey. And you know, the rule last night was on the radio. They got 45,000 tickets have been sold for the spring game. Rule has also done one other minor thing that me observing in a hundred plus days that he's been on the job. Have you heard less in this offseason of the word Kool-Aid? Heard less of it? Yeah. So this has been drinking the, the, the Kool-Aid for a while is Nebraska wins the offseason. You get yeah. really excited about some new developments, new players. And you build yourself up for the beginning of the season. Right, right. And you get the, well, I guess you're drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, okay. I haven't I haven't sensed that people are, anybody that has shown some optimism of like, okay, I can kind of see what they're doing. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been the response of, oh, you're just drinking the Kool-Aid. That yeah, might, that's fair. That, that's might fair. Be, that might be a little subtle minor win for Matt Rule because it, they're doing stuff in the offseason with a purpose. That seems to have substance, yes. yeah. I, I would so, say that's fair. So you could go, again, they explain the why mm-hmm. really well. Yes. 
So that's just the, that's, I thought about that yesterday and just all of the activity they have on social media here in the offseason. And I haven't heard the word, well, you're drinking the Kool-Aid if if you show some optimism. And again, it probably has a lot to do with rule and it looks like there's a plan. And also probably, I think people have taken the rule quicker and he hasn't had any hiccups. You know, if you were enamored with Scott Frost and you got all excited when he first got here, remember, he also a couple guys lifting weights. We had that issue. And that was, yeah, we had that, was the, that was the first month of the tenure. We, had we haven't had anything like that. And there's going to be adversity down the road. So the other thing I took away from yesterday is they go and they're at the practice facility for basketball. And you see Heinrich Harburg doing the slam dunk. Now, I think a little bit of that was a troll because Harburg is a really good athlete. He was when he was at Kearney Catholic. Fastest kid on the team. If he's the fastest kid on the team, good for Heinrich. Win total might be minus. No, just yes. good for Heinrich. Can't we just say good for you, bud? <laughs> no, bad for <laughs> Fleeks, Kemp. Where do you want? Where else do you want me to go? I mean, we can go to every skill position there is. So maybe then they say, you know what? I know people are talking about Harburg. Hey, Heinrich, throw one down. So I'm watching him. And we already know that the quarterback competition, there's Sims, there's Thompson, Mm -hmm. and then the third quarterback spot at Nebraska next fall, don't overlook it. It's going to be a pretty important spot. You have two guys that could be one and two that haven't played a full season of college football because of injuries. And we've seen, unfortunately, at Nebraska, you're getting down to the third-string quarterback. So that's the battle. Mm -hmm. We're only going to get a little glimpse of Thompson but the battle to get the third spot is going to send some guys away. Yeah. And Harburg appears to be in that mix. He's kind of ridden the roller coaster of, yeah, let's go to Carney and, and grab this kid and bring him in as a Power 5 quarterback mm-hmm. in-state. <clears throat> and then at the tail end of last year, it's like, yeah, no, it, it ain't happening. To all of a sudden, he's back in good graces. And he's working out away from... Nebraska, and that video is out there, and you get excited. If Heinrich Harburg is not the number three quarterback, and you look at his size and his athleticism, because he's probably, he's definitely six foot five, maybe 190. If he does not grab the number three quarterback spot, and you're following Matt Rule roster construction, would anybody be surprised? If Heinrich Harburg is instead of throwing footballs, catching footballs, I I, I can I can't see a split end, but I could see at two ten, two fifteen, maybe two twenty. So we're talking twenty five, maybe thirty pounds. Mm-hmm. He's got a frame that I think could handle it. Could he be a tight end if the quarterback thing didn't work out? Because he might be somebody that athletically is good enough that they say, you know what, you're probably the fourth or fifth string quarterback, but we want to find a place for you on the field. Is he be the next belldozer? It's huh? been done in the past. Gary Meyer did it at Kansas when he lost oh, to Todd that's right. the good, He was a uh, damn good uh, receiver, good, too. Good KU heyday, Gary uh, Meyer. If, you're, if your whole premise yeah. has been, we want to get the best athletes on the field and we're going to find the best position for yeah. them, if you think a guy who is maybe one of your better athletes, good size, but isn't good enough to play his regular position and you don't want to say, hey, God's to go, 
do you find another spot for him? I, now, I, that would, I that think would, that would be a deep conversation. Yeah. You would have taken some convincing because you'd have to have a, a plan of what we're going to do to your body right. and what this could do to your future. And what does Heinrich ultimately yeah. want to do but he, he when is, it comes to college he is, football? He is extremely athletic, and mm-hmm. I don't know, if, if, you're, if you're the number three quarterback and you've got possibly a Jeff Sims starting for two years and whatever could be on the horizon, maybe that's something you look okay, at if, so you the, if, you're, if you don't have like a major breakthrough in the spring. This is maybe where I'm drinking the Kool-Aid with Matt Rule then. See, there, I went ahead and used it just because it's been, it's been void for a while. Matt Rule, I, I, I don't want to say that Matt Rule is the only coaching staff that we've seen in the last decade that would be open to this. Because, as we know, Bo Pelini turned a wide receiver into a corner and Stanley John Baptiste. I'm sure Scott Frost was open to those ideas. But this is where I will kind of go all in on, on Rule because he does come in with that track record of being a developer, but also identifying athletes first, development later. You know, being able to say, all right, this guy, whether he's a defensive back or he's a skilled position player, in this case, could potentially be a tight end. We see some athleticism there. What can we build him into? What can we develop him into? And so this is where maybe I'm drinking a little bit more of the rule Kool-Aid that to answer your question, yeah, maybe that could be a future for Heinrich Harburg if he's not the number three guy solely based on the fact that I believe Matt Rule likes to look for those types of projects. And Heinrich Harburg is still young enough with enough eligibility to, if he's committed to doing such a thing, and that's a big if, that there would still be time to develop and to see sort of the fruits of that labor. So, yeah, I, I could I could buy into that simply because I believe Matt Rule prides himself on being able to cross-train, being able to find guys that if there's a logjam in one place, but there's the need to have them on the field, we and our staff, me and our staff, can develop this guy, and he can be a major asset in a different position. Now, you did, again, maybe he wants to play quarterback in college, but if you're not the number three quarterback at Nebraska this upcoming year, and you're in that group of young quarterbacks like a Purdy, a Smothers, and a Harburg, or a, a Torres, maybe that's what you don't want to hear, and you're like, I want to be a quarterback. I'm out. And you and no look, one would ever look, fault look for somewhere somewhere else. Yeah. But I just I think that would be an option I would I would approach if he doesn't win your number three job as a quarterback and you like I like his athleticism. I think there's something there. If he wants to go to the NFL, maybe the best route is gonna be his tight end. Well, the best route probably would be let's see what he can do in the spring. Yeah. I, his first spring here because he was an early enrollee, I liked him. And then he just has been nowhere near the field. And you he's he's a, a an interesting quarterback because you talk to one person, they'll be like, I could see something. He's got a big boy arm. Mm-hmm. He's got a big brain. And then you talk to somebody else, and they'll be like, no, you got to see him in practice. He struggles with pre-snap stuff and making quick. He's not the quick blinker. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Guy's got some athleticism. he got some ups. He was, uh, he was a good athlete at Kearney Catholic. I still don't think he's the fastest guy on the team. Again, if that's the if that's the case, I'm going maybe minus two. It's real minus two. It's a good 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 on Heinrich. Right, coming up top of the hour, Dave Starman will uh, join us. Omaha, North Dakota hockey. Dave's uh, got a beat on all of college hockey. Is can Omaha hosting for the first time at Baxter Arena get to St. Paul? That hasn't happened. That's, that's crazy. That is wild. The thing now they've gone to the they've gone to the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. without making it. Will not happen this year. But both teams playing. 
this weekend have to win to keep their hopes alive because they are not. I mean, that's crazy for North Dakota that they are opening the playoffs and they are not already yeah. in. But they're, what, 22nd in pairwise? Yeah, pair they're wise? not even yeah, saying, not even the top 20 in the pairwise. Right, Dave and Matt Verzal join us in the next hour of Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win.